Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another exciting, the most entertaining Two hours on radio, on Angels Radio, AM 830, which is wrong. We do now have its Angels, Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app. My name's Ron. Uh, Sergio is still down, um, not feeling well. Uh, So everybody, just make sure you say a lot of prayers and um, getting better because, you know, it's kind of more fun when the both of us are in the studio when I'm here all by myself. But... We do have the earthworm who is, uh, well, after last week, he went down to 30 feet. We'll see how he does this week. And uh, with Max Fish Reports, and uh, good morning, Mr. Mac. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everybody. And then, um, okay, uh, I don't see Steve. I think we lost Steve, but um, in a few minutes... We will have Mr. Steve Carson, uh, uh, director of the Penn Fishing Universities, and uh, he's uh, getting ready to uh, come online right now. So, But um, go ahead. I'll, I'll interrupt you as soon as we get Steve on KMAC, but go ahead and get started and uh, entertain us. Yeah, definitely. So we are in the middle of trout season, full swing. Most of the lakes down here, uh, they're getting trout. Um, a few catfish are still showing up, uh, but for the most part, it's uh, all trout. And then uh, now the occasional crappie um, are showing up as well, uh, different lakes. So especially if they're, you know, if the anglers are targeting them, uh, they're finding some better schools uh, right now with the bigger fish. And, uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and start out. Uh, we're going to start out at probably where Tony's at today, uh, Mountain Lakes. I know uh, he likes to sleep in with the bluebird. Uh, but Mountain Lakes, uh, they've been stocking uh, every week with uh, with a thousand pounds of uh, rainbow trout. Uh, these fish are coming from uh, from Wright's Rainbows uh, in Idaho. Uh, they're they're in that one one and a half pound range uh, up to the two pound range uh, uh, typically. Uh, they're doing five hundred pounds in each lake. Um, same kind of setup. The anglers are getting them. Uh, the ones that are are showing up Friday, uh, most are getting them on jigs, uh, but. They're still getting them on the uh, um, uh, soak in the mouse tails, uh, power bait, you know, night crawlers, stuff like that uh, on the Carolina rig. Um, if that's if that's your style of fishing, uh, now Mountain Lakes uh, they have a huge stocking um, coming up in February. Uh, this is going to be a stocking from Mount Lassen. Uh, this one's going to be a total of three thousand pounds uh, coming in. Uh, so that one, that's going to happen in February. Um, I'm not going to say the dates just yet, but definitely look for February uh, for that to happen. So that's going to be uh, some exciting stuff from there. Uh, now, 
down the road a little bit, Fisherman's Retreat. Uh, Fisherman's Retreat has been stocking uh, every week. Uh, they typically have been thrown in on Fridays. Um, these fish have been coming in anywhere from two pounds uh, up to there was a nine pounder caught a couple weeks ago. Uh, so there's a big, big variety, big mix of fish that are in there. Um, same thing, jigs are doing very well. Um, uh, a lot of bait and weight guys, uh, the mouse tails with the brighter colors, the orange and pink. Um, I'm sorry, the orange and white, uh, the orange and uh, green uh, heads have been getting uh, a bit. Same with um, uh, the pink and white. I've been doing very well, you know, dipping in the bite on um, and, you know, soaking your bait and catching them that way. Hey, Andrew. Let's see. Uh-huh. Hey, we got we got very important guest online. Um, he just got on here. Um, don't mean to interrupt you because you're on a roll, but it's more fun when we interrupt you. So, But on our line now, we have Mr. Steve Carson, uh, Penn Fishing University's director. And good morning, Steve. Good morning, guys. It's a miracle of modern <clears throat> electronics. We're it, back. And uh, the last show of the year. How about that? Yes, the last show of the year. So I'm sure you've been listening to the uh, riveting uh, Andrew Mack report. And um, so let's get back to him. And uh, I'll get to you in just a second, Steve. Cool. All right. So, yeah, so uh, from there, we're going to go over to uh, uh, Hesperia Lake. Uh, Hesperia Lake, uh, they've been stocking 1,000 pounds of Mount Lassen rainbows uh, every week. Uh, these fish are up to about 9 pounds, so there's been a variety of them. The majority, I would say, is around that 2 to 3-pound range. Uh, then they've been putting a, a handful of uh, the bigger ones from that 4 to 5, um, and then up up to about 9 pounds. There typically is about, about 1 or 2 that are caught uh, right in there in that 8 to 9-pound range. Um, but Asparagus has been definitely catching a lot of fish, you know, especially on stock day because there you are allowed to fish on Thursday. what is your biggest trout that you've caught? Uh, my biggest uh, uh, stock trout would be from Santa Ana River Lakes. Uh, it's 19 pounds, uh, uh-huh. 4 ounces. Um, I caught that in... 2008, I believe. Um, yeah, way way back when, two pound test. Uh, you know, it was a it was an awesome fight. It's funny because when I was retrieving it, um, it was actually making its own wake uh, on the way in. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was it was it was it was a beast. You know, they uh, but back then, you know, they they were putting in you know a handful of those every stock. Um, they had them available, and the price of those weren't like they are today. So. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome stuff. What about you, Ron? Um, I still not have a double digit. I have a nine pounder um, of all these years, and you know I started out as trout, and um, still haven't gotten one. But you know, my day will come. I'm not worried about it because this year I am going to be doing a lot of, uh, and I got some announcements that we make in here in a couple of minutes. Uh, but um, Steve, what's your biggest one? Uh, well, I've caught some steelhead, so uh, w- well into the double digits. I can't maybe fifteen pounds. Um, and then if you ca- if you count salmon as trout, then uh, I'm I'm probably in the low forties. Well, that's nice. <laughs> I guess I feel um, I got some catching up to do. All right, Andrew, go ahead and continue. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you know it's always been bugging me because you're you know I hear all these big fish that are stocked and. I still don't have one. Oh, well, Ron, you know, in a couple weeks, we're going to have a chance to get to beat that. Yep, when you get to that, we'll roll on to that one, and I'll give you guys some information. 
All right. So, um, so yeah. So from there, we got a, a, a Santa Ana River Lakes. Uh, Santa Ana River Lakes is a place, you know, where a lot of personal bests have caught by a lot of different anglers. Uh, they continue every week to put a full load, a uh, full truck load of uh, these fish, you know, in there from anywhere from two pounds all the way up to, uh, I think the big fish so far is 14 and a half pounds uh, caught this season. Um, but I was there the day that they stocked the 20 pounder. Um, there, There's a big fish in there and it's still swimming around. Nobody's caught it yet, um, but they continue to put, you know, giant double digit fish in there. Um, Andrew, you know, these Andrew, fish, let, they, let uh, me interrupt, Andrew. Andrew, I saw uh, that video. I assume you took it of that of that twenty pounder being stocked. Holy moly! Mm-hmm. I mean, it made all the other trout, which were all good sized trout that were going in, look like goldfish. Yeah. I mean, it was it was <laughs> impressively gigantic, and and I guess getting back to uh, to the original question that Ron asked, as far as urban trout go. Um, I have not caught a double digit. I think uh, somewhere in the, you know, uh, nine, nine and a half, something like that, as far as ur- urban trout at, um, at Irvine Lake. So, you know, there's definitely a distinct difference between coastal steelhead, which hit huge, and salmon, and, uh, and urban trout that you catch on two pound tests. Not quite the same. Both are, both are valid fishing, uh, techniques, but they're different. And, and that 20 pounder, like I say, it was just like, like, <laughs> Who snuck the whale in with all the other fish? It well, was just, you know, I'm surprised <laughs> the fish that were under it well, was crushed. What does a 20-pound fish eat other than whatever it wants? But I just, um, <laughs> that 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 wasn't amazing when I saw that. I just went, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a giant. I, I was I was glad to be there to see it, um, you know, being put in. And what's, cra- what's crazy about Santa Ana River Lakes is, is uh, a couple weeks ago, I rented a boat and uh, we brought the electronics out there, you know, and I, I had no idea what I was going to see. And, and I would say anywhere in that lake, about 60 to 80 feet offshore, you're already in 40 to 48 feet of water. And I, I could, I could not, I would not believe it sitting on shore that being that close to the land that we were that deep of water. And then from there, anywhere from 20 to 40 feet farther out, we were already in 50 to, I think the deepest point was 58 feet uh, of water. And again, I had no idea Santa Ana River Lakes got that deep. And uh, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have been able to see it without bringing the electronics on the rental boat. And, I mean, no wonder why, you know, after stock day, a lot of these fish, I mean, they, they get out of range of, of the shore, you know, shore anglers, and they have 90% of the lake free. I mean, they, they're swimming around there. Because hardly anyone's renting boats, you know, once, you know, everyone crowds in on the shore, but it's like, you know, once you get in boat range, I mean, these fish can, you know, what I always say, stretch their fins, you know, just like stretching their legs and and enjoy themselves for the rest of the year. You know, I was talking to one of the guys um, over there at the office, and he was saying that that there's one angler that always comes out in July or August, um, you know, middle of catfish season. He'll rent a boat and he'll troll the middle of the lake. And he says that guy always gets his limits, um, you know, and so that tells me that, you know, these fish are actually being holed over all year, which is crazy. You know, middle middle of Anaheim, you know, you have holdover trout, you know, because this lake is so deep. Um, you know, it's just it's just really cool to see. What do you think about that, Steve? 
I think that uh, more people should do it. You're exactly right. The other thing is, is mm-hmm. if you've got electronics that tell you that the fish are at X depth, take whatever, whatever it may be, um, you can you know dial in your presentation uh, either via trolling. It doesn't have to be trolling. Uh, drop shotting would be maybe even more than equally effective as trolling. It might be more might be more effective, and you can exactly dial it in. And uh, just dangle, uh, you know, a small plastic or even a nightcrawler just right in front of their face, and they almost have to bite it. So, what, um, both of you, what would you be using for, uh, you know, what trolling? You got a special color? You got anything that's uh, gr- uh, special? Or would you just plain use white uh, live bait? Or, I mean, I can't live bait, can't do that, but, um, uh, you know, worms, uh, bite on, you know, remember, every, you can't use anything but structure and bite on, so. But um, we got to go to break, guys. So we'll get back to that question. Think about what you want to say. And, and then um, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. Football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, well-watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. Raiders football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. Uh, we were talking about, you know, getting ready to go into what, you know, what you use to uh, you know, troll out in the middle of the lake or if you're just using li- um, live, boy, get that out of your head, uh, you know, some bite on or your favorite lure jig. Go ahead, uh, Andrew. Did you go to sleep, Andrew? All right, Steve, go ahead and fill that in. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, there you are. Uh, yeah. He's back. He's back. Okay, go He's ahead. Back. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it wasn't working. Um, anyway, my, my game plan, uh, showing up at Santa River Lake, especially get on a boat, is I would get the troller out to start. Um, I would put either a flicker shad or a Rapala, something in the brighter color, uh, being that the water um, is usually like a browner tint, um, so a red and orange, like a, a fire tiger, um, something in that sense. Send it out way back, you know, troll around, kind of do not so much like figure eights like you would with, uh, with tuna, but, you know, going back and forth, like left, right, left, right, until I got hit on the troller. As soon as I got hit on the troller, as I was fighting the fish in, I would make eye contact with markers. So meaning that if there was a tree to my left marking, you know, in line with, with the dock to my right or something like that, get the fish in, and then I would grab the jig, you know, the jig rod, and then I would, I would continue to, in that same area where I got bit, I would start throwing the jigs, uh, you know, to try to find that school of trout, um, whatever I just picked up uh, uh, with the troller. If nothing happened within a couple minutes, um, then I would send the troller out, uh, kind of return to that same area, and run right back through it again, um, hopefully picking up another one and then doing the same method. Cool. How about you, Steve? Oh, well, first of all, I'm intrigued that Andrew would actually, and he didn't use this word, but I'm going to use it, he would fish the slide on the trout. I, I'm not sure I've heard of anybody doing that, so that's that's pretty ingenious. I'm sure it would work. Um, there's a lot of different ways to troll. Um, I like to, to use, uh, because of my Northern California influence, I like to use a small dodger. Um, not one of the big old giant ones like they use for salmon, but one, you know, just a, a, a nice one, maybe the size of a, of a dollar bill or even a little smaller than that, uh, maybe the size of a, of a silver dollar, and um, then that is trailed by a short leader, not too long, maybe 18 to 24 inches. And just about any small lure of your choice can be a little spinner, can be a rigged night crawler, um, can be um, an interesting one that, that I've actually caught a moderate number of fish on, a rigged uh, power trout worm or even better, a gulp trout worm. Right. Uh, for trolling. There's there's a lot of different ways to do it. I I'm I'm intrigued by the whole fishing tuna, fishing tuna. I keep saying tuna, but, but it's trout uh, on the slide. I think Andrew's hit something. I, I, I think I, he may have started a trend. Yeah. Well, I agree with that, and that was what that was one of mine. Um, uh, you guys, just because it's uh, getting a little warmer in June and July, the middle of the lake, and uh, I didn't know Santa Ana River Lakes was that deep, but. Um, they catch trout almost all year round, so they've got to have some holdovers. You know, it, it's not like the normal, you know, uh, limits coming out of there during the uh, winter months, but uh, they're still there, and I do say that they uh, – and, and I know there's some big ones in there because when you least expect it, you get hit really hard. So, uh, yeah, I, I I think that, Andrew, that that is one of the best things and best techniques I've heard for in a long time, so – Cool. Yeah, and it, it and it, it was surprising, you know, because like, you know, you get these guys that that like I said, they they sit in line, you know, for a few days, get in the lake, they jam over their spot real quick, and and you know, sit on the shore. You know, that day that I was there on the boat, I mean, I, when I showed up at 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 five, what was it, five fifteen in the morning? I mean, I was sitting under the Tustin sign. You know, the lights right above me. You know, there was cars all the way. And I'm thinking, oh man, I'm not going to be able to find a spot. So. The second I got into the you know the lake there, I was the first person to rent a boat, which was surprising because there was you know there was a bunch of cars already in there and all that, 
And it's like, I couldn't believe that everyone is sitting there, you know, in their shore spots. And I, you know, renting a boat, like I had 90% of the boat, I'm in the lake all to myself. There, there was, uh, there were 17 float tubers on the lake and they were all sitting on the road, uh, area and nobody else on the entire place. And it's just like, so what it turned out from, you know, with, uh, um, uh, with the trout, you know, as, as I was trolling around, um, you know, I actually ran over a school of bass. I, again, looked side to side where I was. I picked up the first bass, and I marked that spot. I said, okay, I know general area, I'm going to come back to that. And then from there, I come back, you know, started, like how Steve was saying, you know, drop shot. And now I'm on a school of bass at Santa Ana River Lakes. And, I mean, they're there. You just, you never hear about, you know, people catching usually more than one. It's usually a fluke. You know, we had, I think we boated four bass that day, um, and then we got into the crappie. And, you know, the crappie were the pretty much the same area, about 40 yards, you know, uh, uh, south from there. And it was just sitting on a school of crappie. But That's same thing, it's yeah. like there's so many options when you're on a boat at this lake. And, you know, you I know, feel like if more people rented boats. Uh-huh. Again, if you've got those electronics and, and you, you know approximately what depth the fish are holding at the trout. Now now we're back to trout. Uh, you know, the, I, I saw those pictures of the bass you caught on drop shot uh, the week before. That, that was pretty impressive. Catching, you're right, catching more than one bass in a day at Santa Ana River Lakes is, uh, is, is pretty remarkable. But another rig that could also be used from shore um, isn't usually, but certainly could be used easily from a boat, is the slip bobber rig, um, where the bobber actually slides, and you've got um, just a little stopper on the line that goes right through your guides. You can barely even tell it's there. And uh, you can set your bait um, not to go all the way to the bottom. Let's just say you're in 40 feet of water and the trout are at 27 feet, just making numbers up. Uh, you set your stopper at 27 feet. And you cast out your bait, and um, uh, you can use die crawlers, Ron. You won't get put in fish jail for that. Well, yeah, uh, I know that's live bait, but I'm just talking about, you know, we're talking yeah. about fin bait and that you can't do right, that. Right, right. Yeah. But, but, yeah, put a die crawler on there or, again, your, 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 your gold trout worm or, or whatever your favorite thing is, and, uh, and you throw that slip bobber rig out, and, number one, it's going to hold it at exactly the depth that you set it at. It's not gonna. It's not gonna go up or down. It's gonna stay at that depth. Uh, so if you're wrong, uh, you you may not catch anything. Um, and the slightest little bite, um, you're gonna feel it. Right. So that that is a rig that you do not see too often. It is extremely good for trout used in other areas. Um, I'm surprised that, that it isn't used more often there. Yeah. Um, so how long? Uh, I got question from somebody here how long so if you're fishing a certain spot how long would you would you stay in a spot and keep doing the same technique before you try something different well it just it just depends on on obviously what location you're at so for instance if you're at Santa Nerva Lakes sometimes there isn't an option to move sometimes right. once you pick your spot you know you can't just keep moving down but if you go to a lake or on a boat and the first thing I look for is, is what is catching fish? And what I mean by that, it has two legs and wings and a long beak, usually. <laughs> and I'll see where those comrades are or the pelicans and what they're doing. Now, if I see them 20 feet offshore, you know, 
200 feet down and they're constantly trying to catch something in the water or the comrades are coming up with, you know, with fish in their mouth and they're in that same range. To me, that tells me that that's the area that these trout are roaming. So if that, if that bird is 20 feet offshore, you know, where there's nobody at, and 20 feet offshore, that tells me that, that that's the range the trout are. So what I'll do is I'll actually take a jig, you know, if i got to get a little heavier jig, like a 116th rather than a 132, and cast at that distance, I'll start at that distance. And knowing that just because the birds are over there, you know, trying to get their fish, I'm going to do that same range where I'm at. And then typically, you know, I'll try for about 10 minutes to 15 minutes each spot until I get bit. Um, you know, until I could find that school. Perfect. And, you know, guys, uh, Andrew's unlike a lot of uh, people out there. He'll actually tell you and show you, you know, he's given away some great techniques here, and you really should pay attention because I keep hearing people going, oh, there's no fish in Santa River Lakes. No, that's not true. There are a lot of fish there. Uh, a lot of people just don't know how to catch them. And listen to what they're saying, Steve and, and, and Andrew. There's fish out there, guys, and you just got to watch look and listen and uh you'll be fine just and and i there's a lot of yes there are spots that are better than others but if you listen to andrew and watch um uh you you should have better luck and you know what hey go talk to the people at the uh tackle shop that's there or anything like that and they'll tell you so go ahead yeah definitely okay keep what going no, no, de- Hello. no dead air here. Let's. Um, no, no, no dead air here. No dead air. You know, it's interesting about the cormorants. Um, they're pretty successful. You don't just see them swimming around. Yep. A lot of times you'll see them come to the surface with the trout in their beak. Yep. And uh, that, once again, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty specific uh, uh, sign that you're in a good spot. Yep. Uh, the trout don't want to be caught, so sometimes... The cormorant may chase the fish over toward you. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, and, and Andrew's uh, hit on this before. When a fish is uh, just stocked, they you know they're raising really shallow water. So those fish are usually swimming in shallow water, and they're swimming in circles. So pay attention, guys. They're giving you some really good hints. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that as far as Santa Ana River Lakes, like I said, there's multiple species to catch out there. Um, definitely if you can bring your own, own electronics, um, you know, on the rental boat, uh, you know, but when you don't have them, you know, kind of do the same kind of pattern, you know, that I like to do is troll around, but, you know, kind of a half of an eight kind of back and forth, back and forth until you find something and then try to focus on that same school. Um, if you don't have jigs to throw right away, um, definitely do a big circle and try to come around that same area, uh, where you caught that one. And most likely that school probably hasn't moved much um so it should be in the same area it should catch multiple fish okay uh, andrew we've got to take a break so this is angler chronicles on angels radio and the angels radio app we'll be right back
AMA 30. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burn. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AME 30. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. Um, okay, Andrew, go ahead and continue on, and let's get this rolling. Yeah, definitely. So... That kind of sums up, you know, uh, the Santa Ana River Lakes. Um, again, you know, definitely look for the cormorants, uh, you know, with the pelicans. They're a, a, a very good sign, um, you know, to where the fish are um, when you're fishing there. So from there, uh, we're going to go a little bit south uh, over to the San Diego area. Uh, this week, uh, Santee Lakes, uh, they actually stopped yesterday uh, with 1,000 pounds of rainbow trout. Um, they put them in two lakes. Um, uh, you know, same thing, if you're going to be fishing or if you were fishing yesterday or today, always start out with the jigs, um, you know, and then switch over to bait, you know, if they are a little bit deeper uh, and out of range. Uh, from there, uh, you have Lake Poway. Uh, Lake Poway uh, stopped on Thursday uh, with 1,500 pounds of trout. And then you also have Lake Jennings. Uh, Lake Jennings stocked on, uh, on Monday, oh, I'm sorry, Tuesday, uh, with uh, 1,500 pounds of rainbow trout. Um, and also, uh, you have Dixon Lake. Uh, Dixon Lake put 1,500 pounds of trout in, I believe, on Thursday, and Lake Wolford uh, stocked 1,500 pounds of trout uh, this week as well. So lots of options right there in San Diego County uh, if you're looking for trout. Now, from there, we're going to go to a place that we're actually filming in a couple weeks. Uh, this place is Palmdale Fin and Feather. 
Uh, Thursday, Palmdale received their first stock of Mount Lassen rainbow trout this season. Um, but what's different about this lake is that even though they stocked them, nobody can touch these fish until Saturday on the 13th. Uh, the, they, uh, they stocked 5,000 pounds of Mount Lassen rainbows. Uh, so for the next two weeks, these fish get to be fish. They're going to spread out. They're going to go in the deeper water. They're going to stay in the shallows. They're going to go eat all the fin bait out there, uh, the bugs, and no one's going to be able to touch these fish. But what's also awesome about this place is next week they're going to be stocking again for the same program. These fish are not going to be able to be touched. And then the following week, uh, leading up to the opener, so that would be Thursday night, Friday morning, they're going to have another stock, so three complete stocks, uh, more than 15,000 pounds of fish, uh, including lightning trout, are going to be in there swimming around uh, for us and everybody there for the opener uh, to try and catch. It's some awesome stuff. Can you get? Are you are you ready, Ron? I am. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's definitely going to be uh, very awesome. Um, now, Finn and Feather, uh, they do have uh, memberships available. So if you'd like to become a member. Um, definitely give the park a call. Go in there. Go check out the place. Um, you know, go. You know, I, they'll, they'll probably even drive you around on the golf cart to check out uh, um, uh, the park. Um, uh, they offer uh, what do they have? They offer duck hunting during duck season. Um, they have a, a, a trap shooting range, uh, an archery range. Um, if you have a trailer, um, you can store your trailer there for an additional fee. Um, if you bring a boat, um, you can bring your own boat there. The only thing with the boat is it has to quarantine for 14 days, uh, meaning that they tag it, um, and then it has to stay out of the water for 14 days. After your 14-day deadline, um, you can either leave it there or bring it home, but like I said, make sure it has a tag on it. Uh, then bring it back to the lake. They cut the tag off, and then uh, you have to either leave it there or every time before you bring it home, make sure you get it tagged before it leaves the lake. Otherwise, it has to do another 14-day quarantine. Um, but... It's, it's just an awesome, awesome place. I mean, I've been going there for six, seven years now, um, and, I mean, I've never had a bad day there. If you're not targeting the trout so much, I mean, they have just thousands of bass. They have a huge crappie fishery. They have big catfish in there. And, you know, just like a few of our other favorite lakes, uh, it, these carp that are there, they love to eat arrows. So it's definitely an awesome place. Yeah. When was the last time you fished your um, actually, I'm gonna, I was going to announce a couple of things. Um, you know, you you hit on the uh, fin and feather on the 13th. You know, come on out, guys. Um, uh, check the lake out, like Andrew said, and we can um, get you a membership going. I know if you mention Angler Chronicles, there's a little bit of a discount. Um, but uh, we're going to be f- uh, filming on the 13th, and you heard how many how much stocking there is going to be going on there. And, and you guys have no idea. When they say they stock, they stock. I mean, these fish are everywhere. If you can't t- catch a fish there, you need to take up knitting or some other activity. <laughs> but um, it is a great place to be, and we've, all, we've filmed there once before. Check out the uh, last year I missed it because I had COVID. Uh, but this year, uh, you know, we're going to be there. And I cannot wait for it. And I'm, I'm not sure if Joe's going to call from the lake, but um, uh, he can tell you about the memberships and what they have available. And, guys, get a membership. If you like to catch trout, it's the way to go. 
So do you have anything more, Andrew, uh, more lakes? Or are, you, are you done, or what do we got? Yeah, definitely. So so as far as the memberships, you know, I, I know, I know, you know, some people are like, oh, it's too expensive, it doesn't make sense. But just do the math. If you get a membership there, your first year, okay, $1,075. That's your first year. But now you add the 10% discount, which comes out to $967.50. For your first year, okay, that, that, that sounds a little steep at first, right? But do the math. You get 200 and what, 60, no, 233 days to fish there. You can fish there from Monday to Sunday, minus Thursday because they're closed Thursday, six days a week, every day starting January 13th until November 15th. What does that break down to? $4.50 a day to fish, right? That's it, $4.15. Now, what does that mean? Your membership is good for yourself, your spouse, and any child that you have that is under the age of 18 years old. So you can bring a family of five out for, again, $4.15 a day. Uh, on top of, they stock just shy of a quarter, of a half a million dollars of trout every season. They have the bass there. They have they stock catfish there. They have the carp. They have the crappie, the bluegill. I mean, it's just and plus you're. Uh, this is another lake that if you're a duck hunter, you can hunt ducks during the season every Wednesday and Sunday. You know, if you're a member, and it's like if you like the trap shoot every Sunday, you can bring your shotgun out. And you know your clays, and you can trap shoot there, and you get all these all these things for again four dollars and fifteen cents a day to be a part of this, and that's just the first year. The year after that, and following every year after that, it goes down to four hundred and fifty bucks. I'm sorry, four eighty, four hundred eighty dollars every year for the same thing. Every year, that's for you, your spouse, and your kids under the age of eighteen. For $480 every year, now you're talking $2.06 a day to fish, six days a week from January 13th to November 15th. And on top of that, if you're a duck hunter again, you have a spot to hunt every Wednesday and Sunday during the duck season. So it's like how, you know, just just knowing that, I mean, that makes it all worth it. Well, yeah, and then I you mean, heard like, Joe Joe last week telling everybody, you know, they only had five hunters out there. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, your chances yeah, they, are... I, mean, you, I, I think you can hunt every, I think it's every fourth or fifth dock on the backside of the lake. Um, typically, there's there's a blind set up or something with some decoys. Um, and and you could, there's five hunters on that entire lake. I think that lake is, it's two, I think it's two two or three miles of shoreline right. and you know let's say let's say you get a, a solid mile to you know in the back to hunt like between five people like come on that's like your own private lake pretty much yeah i was uh talking to uh, rick scott and um he you know he didn't even know you could fish uh hunt out there and uh when i told him that he goes oh well i'll be back so we're gonna check it out this <laughs> year i believe so but, uh, yeah, when you only have five people out there hunting, uh, I guess there might be some room out there for you guys, so get out there. Yeah, exactly. And I think this year their their total so far for ducks, I want to say they just hit over 100, uh, 100 ducks and then a, a handful of geese, 
uh, right. as well. Right. You know, but think about it. There's only five guys showing up every week to hunt, <laughs> and they've they've gotten over a hundred birds. You know, it's like it's it's phenomenal hunting out there, yeah. along with the fishing and everything else. So, I mean, if you're definitely considering becoming a member, I would say do it. I I became a member, like I said, six years ago, and and I I will never. You know, as memes are there, I will never not be, be a member uh, at this place. It's just, yeah. it's just a lot of fun. Cool. So, from there, um, from there, shall we go to our favorite lake, Ron? Um, yeah, you know, um, Lake Elsinore. Hit it. Yeah, yeah. So Lake Elsinore, uh, they've been uh, the fishing has just been phenomenal um, all year. Ever since you know, ever since the last time I was there on uh, Dream Extreme. Um, you know, the wipers, they're in that 18-inch range now, and they're biting, I would say, a variety of anything. They're biting cut baits. They're biting mac bites. They're biting uh, 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 trollers. They're biting, you know, different a variety of lures. And I've even heard of kids, you know, catching them on cut hot dogs, of all things. You know, and, they, and these fish, they're the better-sized fish. You know, they're, they're, they're finally in that 18, uh, 18-inch range. Um, but, again, even though they're 18 inches, and let's say you know, you, let's say you catch one of these things. You're like, oh, that 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 looks delicious. Let's take that home. Try not to. Try to release these fish because they're in there for a reason. They're in there to get big and to eat the carp. That's that's one of the main reasons they're there. But they're hard fighters, um, you know. So if you do happen to catch one, take a quick picture and hopefully you know you let it go. Uh, that way they can be in that you know eventually grow to that five to, to seven pound range. Um, I believe a couple of years ago, um, back in 2007, I think it was, uh, to 2010, there was guys catching them in that five to, to eight pound range, um, and these things were just solid fish. And it's you know again they're going to grow that to that size. Um, you know it's going to take a, a couple of years, but they're they're almost there. Um, and then from there, uh, the bass fishing just been phenomenal. You know, not a lot of guys that are that are bass fishing will tell you what they're getting them on. They're always going to say mid lake, um, but again, this lake is so fixed around structure. If you find structure, that's where I would start fishing. And, so what, and what else do you? Rock pile, and what else uh, do you need? Uh, structure, structure and structure, structure. bite on. Oh, of course, of course, yeah, of course. And 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 this this place, it's what's cool too is that all the species will eat. Pretty much, you can catch all, all the species on the same thing, meaning that if you're soaking, you know, a piece of mac bites, and what I've seen during a Dream Extreme is you can catch catfish on a mac bite, a carp on a mac bite, a wiper on a mac bite, and you can catch a bass on a mac bite. And I believe the winner of last, uh, two years ago, uh, uh, they actually caught it on a mac bite, um, you know, the bass. And it's like everything, it's just, it's just a phenomenal place to fish. I mean, there's so many different options, so many different areas, you know, especially, you know, if you're rent a boat over there at JT Rentals, um, you know, and also, have you seen their facility for camping yeah. over there at Launch Point? It's I mean, pretty... man, they redid that whole thing. What They put millions of dollars in that campsite. I mean, it's just, it's just a very, very awesome place. Well, they have, what, 200-plus um, uh, hookup spots, and then they have their... Um... Air streams, uh, they all the way back. I think they have a 1935 all the way up. I'm Jonathan will probably uh, tell me I'm wrong on that, but they have from the old style all the way up to the new one. Then they have the yurts, and of course the Ron Hobbs Rock and Roll yurt is probably the best one out there. But you know, 
They're, they're no, fabulous, what, what, fabulous, fabulous job they did at Lodge Point. Yeah, definitely. So what's cool? What's cool about you know Elsinore and tying into Fin and Feather um, to both spots is that for the opener, opener weekend at Fin and Feather, whoever catches the biggest fish, you know, this was donated by Jonathan. Um, we'll get a, I believe it's a two-night stay at Launch Point um, uh, on, you know, for free uh, to camp um, for whoever catches the biggest fish at the opener at Finn. So that's kind of cool. Even if it's me or you or? Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. in that case, sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, guys. So, yeah, we've already burned through three segments now. And, you know, I know it's trout. It is the best time of the year, though. So this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. Everybody, this is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AMA 30. The legend lives on from the Chippewa on down of the big lake they call Gitchagumi. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. Um, Andrew, keep it rolling. Yeah, definitely. Um, that that kind of sums up uh, uh, Lake Elsinore. Um, is there any other events happening this weekend or anything? Or is Jonathan called in? Uh, no, Jonathan is uh, getting ready to leave on a cruise. So he's, um, you know, he's one of those traveling guys, and he's always out there. But uh, I did get some information that in January there are going to be stocking catfish. So um, he, um, yeah, he, he he'll call in normally, Jonathan, if you're listening. Give us a call. We always like to hear about Lake Elsinore because you've always got something going. So um, the other thing, Steve, um, I had a quest. Uh, you mentioned a couple of things on the on uh, uh, trout. That uh, Could you post them up on 
Friends of Angler Chronicles? It's already done. Oh, see, look at that, guys. Um, I, my computer is down, so, but, uh, and you know what? I believe, if I'm not mistaken, see, it's just like the magic of Angler Chronicles. Jonathan? Good morning. Good good morning. Tell us what's going on real quick. At it. You know, we've been talking about, you know, our favorite lake is our favorite lake. It's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And you guys put so much money into that place, it's worth talking about. So, Well, uh, you and Andrew had it, had it nailed, and uh, Steve uh, chimed in, too. So I, I didn't want to interrupt the flow. But, yeah, we, we, we're doing good over there at, uh, at uh, Lake Elsinore and Launch Point. Yeah, the, uh, we got about 100 and... 190 hookups. What we did is we made some uh, some changes. Okay. And now we have some executive uh, kind of sites that we're putting in some uh, some turf and some other things there. Mm. So we can take any kind of rigs, anything from a uh, you know small pole behind to the class A's, which are about the 45, 50 footers in there. So it's really good. We're um, really going like gangbusters. Excuse me. As far as people wanting to rent the um, the community hall, and uh, we have uh, working with a company called Common Sense Events, and they're doing weddings and bar mitzvahs and everything like that. You know, this last year it was very unfortunate. We've had quite a few um, first responders um, unfortunately pass away due to uh, you know giving their lives for us, or or unfortunately uh, you know Deputy Calhoun, who was uh, actually ambushed last year. Um, they're doing a lot of uh, ceremonies and those kind of things over at Launch Point in the, the community hall. So, you know, it's available for rental, for re- for weddings and everything like that. And we encourage people to come. And, of course, the fishing. Uh, you know, I'm very fortunate to work for a city that uh, not only walks the walk but talks the talk, you know, starting from our city manager, Jason Simpson, to our council. And now our, our council uh, mayor is, is Steve Manos, our our uh, mayor pro tem is uh, Brian Tisdale, but we, you know, still have uh, Council uh, Natasha Johnson, uh, Bob Catfish McGee, and of course uh, Tim Sheridan that are out there. And you know, they believe so much in the lake that you know we're we're stocking at least seventy five thousand dollars worth of fish every year. And you know, as a uh, Texan uh, Ron back and forth, we got a catfish stocking coming up here in January. And uh, Sergio and I and William are already talking about the Junior Extreme Fishing Derby that's going to be coming up in May. It's not going to be the first week in May this year because Ron and Sergio are going to be doing stuff down in Mexico, you know, doing God's work down there, getting, you know, the kids' shoes and everything. So we're actually looking at the date in May. Um, and so we're, we're excited about that. This is going to be 11th annual, so it's, it's, it's pretty Wow, cool. 11 years already. Oof. Yeah, so it's, you know, and it's, the, the partnership that we had with uh, Angler Chronicles has, has been amazing. We've been able to go on, you know, uh, you know, ocean fishing trips with you guys and taking our, our, our team out and doing team building. And, and then, you know, you take a look at, you know, the Winterfest and, and all of our different events that you guys come and, um, you know, participate. And, of course, the relationship that we have at Fin and Feather it started several years ago. You know, I posted a picture uh, it's one of the first times I went with uh, Andrew Mack, uh, and that daddy put me on uh, my first trout. And uh, you know, it was a lot of it was a lot of fun out there, 
uh, getting to know Joe and all the all the team out there, and they do a really great job. And so we appreciate, and we love partnerships with uh, you know organizations and, and places that that promote fishing. You know, uh, the, the lake is not only a, a great fish lake, but it's also a great one for activities. We have you know the the West Coast uh, water ski uh, program that comes out. They, they're starting to come back now because uh, COVID's over and and uh, the lake levels are up, and so they're looking at, at coming out for that. And so, uh, so many things going on there. You know, we um, a couple weeks ago uh, in December we did a um, an introduction for a program that we're going to be doing a, a pilot program with Moliere, which is they inject uh, uh, microscopic nanobubbles into the lake. So we're trying to help the lake uh, as part of our management lake right. management plan so we got a lot of stuff going on you do outstanding and you know what it's like you said you guys actually you, everything that they bring up do and pass and they they do it and they do it with a smile and um it's just a great place to be so but um yeah, it's, it, you know it's, it's it's just awesome and you know um you know, on the on the other end of it, you know, I talked a little bit about the the, the salt water getting salty. You know, like yep. I love going out there fishing with uh, you guys and Steve Carson. My first time fishing with Steve Carson, I was like a kid with a, a notepad. Isn't it? Isn't it amazing? Every time yeah, that I go, I listen to the uh, seminars he does and I learn something. Steve. Well, I it it doesn't do any good locked up in my head. Um, uh, yeah, really. I mean, that's that's the truth of it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if somebody wants to pay attention, then I am always, always happy. To, like I hold nothing back. I, 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 I understand. There's a lot of people in the in the professional angling world that their you know kind of their livelihood is based on what they catch. Right. And so the chances of them telling you. You know, all the all the relevant details are close to zero. All right. Well, guys, uh, Andrew, do you have anything else? Because uh, I want to end the you know the freshwater segment, you know, and get onto the saltwater part. Steve and I have got a lot of information on what we want to do and do, and I got uh, some announcements on trips, and and of course we have the jig master, the sheriff, the jig slinger, everything you want to say about it coming up. So, what do you got, Andrew? Yeah, let's, let's let's get salty with it. I think we pretty much covered okay. all the freshwater, um, you know, in yeah. the area. So and, I'm ready. And if there's anything that you guys want to know, you know, you can go to anglerchronicles.com and there's a contact or a message center there, and ask us questions that we can read on the air. Or if you want, you can give us a call. Um, and um, we're gonna we're gonna start coming up with some uh, uh, questions of the day. Uh, next year after we get through the uh, holiday season here and and you'll win some hooks or whatever see what's going on so for trout fishing you get some you know uh, owner hooks uh, uh, it just you can't go you can't get anything better than owner hooks for this and all the uh, the, the lures and the j- uh, little small uh, stuff they use we're going to give out surprises and stuff like that that'll be coming out next year uh every week and and then we'll get into the salt water stuff as well so there's a lot of good stuff coming up so um you know and going into the how much time we got so um we will uh danny's got some announcements. i know we got a new show coming out um leilani how much time do we got 
Okay, there's nobody back there, so we'll just wing it until we're ready to go. Um, <laughs> just keep talking until they cut you off. Yeah, that, that's just it. Um, <laughs> so, but anyways, if if we um, uh, we're gonna just do a couple of things next year, I give you a little bit of information. So we we used to give away a lot of stuff. Uh, we stopped doing that because you know it's just. Um, that's all we got were people calling for that reason. You know, we want questions. We want the question of the day, um, uh, and we will give you a pack of hooks, whatever's out there. So for tuna, we get some, you know, Mutu circle hooks or whatever. Um, trout season, we'll get trout hooks and stuff like that. Even even some uh, bobbers, even whatever it is, we'll send out a little packet. Uh, so let's get this going, get it excited. for So for next week, we will, um, you know, start doing this, and we will mail out one person, best question. And the question we'd like it is go to the website and hit the contact center and write your question down in there, okay? Um, and then you, if we do are taking calls at that time, you can call in, and the best question of the day will win a little prize. So what do you guys well, think well, about I got, that? I got a question. Uh-huh. Since, uh, That's pretty cool. When you hit this in the, in the second half, too, is lobster season is still going on. Right. And so I've been seeing some pictures and stuff, so... Now, what's the best places to go? I, I haven't been this year, and I'm hoping that you know, Tony Williams, when he ever he wakes up, and uh, you know, being a blue. Well, he's actually at uh, Mountain Lakes, I believe, and he's he's out there working it. He's doing his job, you know. And and you know, Tony does live out where you are. He, he's a proud citizen of Lake Elsinore, and uh, and I don't blame him. Uh, you know, if I was a younger person uh, and just starting out in life, I would head out there as myself. You know, it's just a great place to be. So. Well, he's a he's part he's a planning commissioner too. That's what I heard, you know. So I hope he doesn't plan too much stuff around his house. But um, yeah, he just. But, I, but with, the, with the lobster, you know, I've been watching a lot of uh, you know, um, you know, Ron Sakamoto and, and uh, Tracy Hartman. You know, I like to know about you know lobster lobstering. I've only been out a couple times. Been out with Wayne Johnson, and been out with Ron, um, uh, Rod. Sorry. Um, but you know, what's the best places to go? What's you know, what's the well, there, there, there's pretty much everywhere. I mean, you can you can catch lobster lobsters right outside the break wall, right inside the break wall. It it, it really. But uh, we've got to go take a break, and when we come back, we've got Danny Jackson, uh, the sheriff, and we'll uh, get back into this lobster, and maybe I can get a hold of Tony if he's there to give us some uh, heads up because he is out there all the time. So, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM830 and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project, we never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at woundedwarriorproject.org. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp today. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Get started today. Call 1-800-217-4380. That's 1-800-217-4380. Again, 1-800-217-4380. Stay safe this holiday season from Angels Yo AM830 KLAA Orange County Los Angeles and Inland Empire 
The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. All right, everybody. Do you know what this means? It's one, one of the best times of the morning. The best time every Saturday morning I get to talk to my friend and get, find out what's going on in the Angels Radio AM830 KLAA and the AMA30 app. You know, guys, the sheriff, what can you say? The jig slinger himself, Mr. Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. Hey, hey, good morning, Ron Hobbs, and also good morning to our good friend Steve Carson and our good friend Andrew Mack, and been listening right along here since 5 a.m. this morning, and you got a really, really good show going there, Ron. And you know, this is not the last uh, day of the year, but it is the last show of the year. Right. And I wanted, I did want to say this, Ron, if I may. I want to spend a, just a couple of minutes here, if I may, about Anchor Chronicles Television. You know, I'm, of course, I've been on the radio show a few times with you guys, but, but that's your gig, pretty much. Television is mine, and. Um, I'm just so proud to have been to have been a part and continue to be a part of Angler Chronicles Television. You know, Ron, next uh, April 6th to be exact, we will have been on television for 10 years. Yep. And, you know, I, I remember you and Sergio and I talked about it at the Fred Hall Show in, in 2014, and that would have been in March, should we... Uh, uh, start this up and see how long we can go with this, and we decide, yes, let's do this. So it's been 10 years, and, um, you know, Angel Chronicles Television is in high definition, Valley Sports West, HD SoCal. We're on five times a week, and we, I just want to thank our fabulous sponsors, in particular Turner's Outdoorsman, Van Warmer Resorts in the East Cape, Lake Elsinore, of course. Fishing, Indi- fishing Syndicate, Accurate Reels, and, and, and others, and many others. And, uh, you know, besides Southern California fishing, we cover, of course, saltwater and freshwater. We've been to Oregon. We've been to Alaska uh, and British Columbia several times. And I'm Ron, I just wanted to know I'm looking forward to continuing this. Uh, let's shoot for another 10, you know, for Angler Carnegie's TV uh, with you and Sergio, and hopefully we can get Steve Carson more involved and Andrew Mack, and so I'm just ready to go. So I just wanted to get that in there, Ron. It's well, it's it's very important. You know, I remember sitting down at that. Actually, we were. Um, I'll never forget that you brought that up, and we kind of looked at each other and went, "Well, okay." And as you say, the rest is history, and. Uh, without you, Danny, uh, believe me, we didn't have John back then. You, you know, you did pretty much everything, and then you passed the uh, torch on to John. And you guys have always taken care of us. You've always made, and especially me. You know, I still get tongue-tied, and I still get nervous, and I still. But you always make us look good, and especially that 
our emperor, you make him look the best. And uh, without you guys, um, uh, we were actually nothing. And, and we, I want to thank you for it has been a wonderful ride. I've been to places that I never thought I'd be uh, and able to go fishing and having a great time. So, Danny, I thank you and I thank John. And uh, Sergio, I thank you. I hope you're listening and awake. He said he might be able to get up at 6. He's got to take some medicine. Uh, but, um, you know, thank you very much. And as we go into the new year, well, let's have more thank fun. Thank you, Ron. And you're, you know what? You mentioned John, uh, John Simpton, uh, our fabulous uh, cinematographer. I mean, this guy is great. I'm glad we found him. You know, I I, got, I had some illness here a few years ago, and we we started getting him more involved. And now he does all the shooting, and uh, he's such a great videographer he he's really learned the sport fishing and uh his the, his job with the drone is just fabulous you know i've said this before i would put our tv show up against yep. any of the so-called big guys nat geo and i, I agree and people I, like that um i agree with that a thousand percent you know and i if i'm not mistaken we kind of led the way for all the tv uh, fishing shows with the drones and a few other techniques yes. and, and um uh, yeah, Danny, you had the drones as well, and um, John's good, and uh, oh, he's he, he, he's he one of the good. best drone pilots I've seen in a, quite some time, and and um, yeah, um, yeah, I'm glad we found him too. So, well, yeah, me too. You know, the, the show is just fabulous, and I seriously, I'm shooting for another ten. I right out of the gate, starting in 2024. So, well, I'm but with all, that. Yes, I, I want to shoot for another 10 as well because that means I'll still be around and um, <laughs> and we will have fun. I, even if I have to use a walker, we'll get there. So, Well, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm already doing that a little bit, so let's just keep this going as long as we can, hopefully another 10. And it's good family entertainment. It's, it, it is. It's mainly fishing. You know, it's, it's mostly fishing, of course. That's what we're all about is sport fishing. But you know the charities, right? The charities. I've got a, I've got a list of charities we've done. I won't go into all of them, but but I'll tell you this: we're gonna our brand new show tomorrow is a great charity, um, helping out the Gro- the Grossman Burn Center mm-hmm. and the Firefighters Quest for Burn Survivors. All this in L.A. and L.A. County. Well, you know, tomorrow we're going to pr- go ahead. Well, you, well, you know, that is uh, actually one of the closest things to me, the Grossman Burn Center, because I am a graduate from there, unfortunately. And I got burned pretty good when I was. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll not go into that. But, um, oh, my goodness, what a you know, what a way to go. But um, the way they took care of me and the way they did it um, and uh, incredible and uh, just a, a fabulous place. I. I can't say enough about them, and I was so glad when we got into that. So, well, that's cool because we're, our tomorrow's show we're gonna that we're gonna premiere tomorrow morning um, uh, is, is uh, works on uh, uh, toward that uh, Gross and Burn Center. It's a it's a charity show. It's a and we call it the twenty fourth annual Fireman's Fish Off. Fireman's Fish Off. Uh, mainly competing a friendly competition, L.A. City and L.A. County firefighters. But what you're going to see tomorrow, all of our viewers tomorrow morning are going to see in this episode, not only the great fishing uh, aboard the El Dorado and others uh, at San Clemente Island, 
but Sergio does a tour of uh, Station 35. That's Captain Andrew Ruiz. Uh, he's the captain there. Uh, Station 35 in Los Angeles. You're going to learn more about what goes on in a fire station. I had no idea. It's it's very informative, educational. It's just fun to watch. I mean, Captain Ruiz, uh, Andy, they call him, takes his, takes Sergio through, and and um, it's it's a fun one, and it, and it's a good episode. It's a great episode, actually, and again, good aerial shots by by John, and uh, that will uh, premiere tomorrow, Ron, tomorrow morning, Valley Sports West at eight thirty. It airs again tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. on H, uh, SoCal HD. And then three more times. You know, our show airs a total of five times every week. Not to mention all of North America via direct TV and other satellite feeds. So we get around, and uh, I'm just looking forward to uh, another 10, uh, Ron, as I say. I don't want to take up the whole segment here, but... Uh, well, that's okay. Really looking forward to it. It's been been a pleasure. Yeah, well, you you deserve to take up all the time you need. It's just um, and and <laughs> what we uh, what we have done and what we've accomplished. And you're right. The biggest thing that I like is the charities. Uh, we do. You know, I'm not trying to sit here and say how great we are. We are great, but we do more work for charities than a lot of people understand. And that is one of the oh. coolest things. Uh, when Sergio and I got into this, and with you, we all said. Let's give back. We have what we have. We have what we need. Let's make sure we take care of a lot of other people. And, and this is why our show, and I feel, is successful, because we take care of the little person. Um, and I'm not saying that derogatory. We take care of the people that don't have thousands and thousands of dollars to go out and do things. And we try to help as many people as we can. So I'm proud of that. Yes. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of our friendship. Um, uh, John and Sergio, you know, I, I know, wow, we're going to cry here in a minute, but um, thank you very, very much. And that includes Steve Carson. He's been with us every step of the way. Yeah, um, you're he was, right. He was with you're uh, right. Yes, and he was with uh, us, um, uh, well, with Ronnie Kovac for a long time and so on and so on. So uh, we've all... Back to the first show. That's right. We've known each other forever, and it's been a great family ride, and I'm looking for more time as well. So. Well, I am too, and yes, I met Steve Carson. Actually, at Irvine Lake, we were on a shoot with Ronnie Kovac. That's when I met Steve, and he's impressed me uh, all these years uh just became a very good friend and just such a a good guy and, and not only very knowledgeable and helpful just a good guy a good guy to be with spend time with uh honest trustworthy knowledgeable uh, i can't say enough about steve carson and steve we're so glad we've got you on the show on saturday mornings but what we do need to get you more involved with Anger Chronicles TV. I I'm going to make that a, a go. I agree. You know, he does have a face for television. Yes, and he does. if they can put me on there, Steve, you can do it. Well, well you, you, you Steve, you know, you and I did a lot of shows with Ronnie Kovac, uh, Alaska, Mexico, British Columbia. We've been all around, so. You know, television is nothing new to Steve Carson, so we we need to get you more involved there, Steve. Uh, Danny, is there anything for this year that you're really, really proud of? Oh, I, my I, gosh. Uh, what, 
Yeah, we're, do we have where enough time? Yeah. Um, well, you know, the, well, it's, you it's know, the end I, of the year, so let's – one thing. Well, you know, one, one I, I've got to mention is that one we did at Black Pearl, aboard the Black Pearl oh, out of Morro Bay. That was, that you know, was great. I, you know, we, we, we haven't done much at Morro Bay. It's a beautiful location. That's a great episode. But, Ron, you know, we have, I, I haven't counted them. We've probably got 15, 18 brand-new shows in 2023, and we'll have more than that in 2024. But uh, that, that one stands out to me. But uh, Ocean Odyssey, we've made some great films aboard the, the Ocean Odyssey, of course, and, and the, some of the local sport fishers as well, of course, the El Dorado and, and several, several others. But uh, you know what? They are all good. Every time I get one, I do the finishing touches, Ron, is what I do. I do the lower thirds. I do some of the voiceovers. I do... The closer, all the closed captioning is mine, and then I'm the one that prepares it to go to Bally. So I see everything and work on everything before it goes to Bally Sports West. Right. But all every right. one of them, every time I receive one, I, I'm i very excited. I, t- I call John and say, man, okay. this Hey, is Danny, great. we got to take a break. Um, okay. And, and you're going to go ahead and stay on, or are you going to drop yeah. off? No, no, I'm 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 going to get going here. Okay. I'll be listening. And all right, thank Danny, you, thank you so very, very much for all you do. This is Angler right, Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-845-2930. That's 657-845-2930. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AME 30. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. <clears throat> and I think now it's time that we, that we move into, uh, and Andrew, make sure you, be, you know, uh, 
chime in. Um, we're going to, you know, um, Steve's going to tell everybody something I w- we were both uh, talking about. I mean, reading about it here. Um, Steve, go ahead and tell them what you just told me. Well, um, should I use the same explanation? <laughs> yeah, no. But well, why not? <laughs> go ahead. All right, let's but go ahead. The, the ex- exclamation exclamation. Was okay. Exclamation. Hello, <laughs> I, I can say that at at six uh, o'clock. Hey, in the it's early in the morning, you know, and it's funny. Holy mackerel! That's it. The bluefin tuna are still biting. Yes, they How are. How is that possible? It's not possible. Well, that's a good, I don't understand it. Take a look at uh, the Facebook right now. It'll, it'll tell you. It's it, it's pretty amazing. Um, our friends on the on the Royal Polaris uh, were out on kind of their annual a couple different boats do an annual uh, kind of a between Christmas and New Year's five dayer. You know, sliding into that little window for people that uh, you know. <laughs> Probably for a lot of anglers that have people in from out of town that they want to avoid, but um, and and you know what? And historically, it's been a, a an opportunity to to load up on rockfish for the freezer and maybe get a few yellowtail, um, and mainly to get out of the house and not have to mow the lawn or any of that other stuff. But the tuna keep biting; they can't make them stop. Not only are they getting. Yellowfin tuna, you know, mostly schoolies, um, you know, uh, the, the, from the pictures, look like maybe 15 to 30 pounders, you know, certainly nice ones worthy of tagging. But last night they had a good bite on, are you sitting down, Ron? Uh, I yeah. Have to be, huh? <laughs> Up to 275-pound bluefin. Yep. And... And and he's on the boat now, so I think we need to have him call in next week. I did spot him in one of the photos. Would that be Logan? Long-time listener, occasional on-air guest of the show, young Logan yeah. Flaxington. What what size did he get? Uh, his looked like it was maybe forty, fifty pounds. It didn't, you know, he didn't catch a two hundred seventy-five pounder. There was only yeah. one of those. Yeah. But they were all just you know real. The bluefin were all really nice size. The yellowfin were more. School size. They also again caught a uh, a decent catch of yellowtail. I, I didn't see many rockfish, which is ordinarily one of the main catches of this uh, this little uh, you know. Uh, why would you special. Why would you go rockfishing if you're on yellowfin and bluefin? I mean, and yellowtail. Well, the, the answer is you wouldn't. Yeah. So you know, it, but, it is truly, truly amazing. Whoever whoever thought this, they've never left. They're still here. And I think they're here all the time now. You just got to get into them, and it is truly amazing. I well, well, part of that. There's a couple different things that play. Number one, um, you know, compared to maybe 10, 15 years ago, in particular, the boat electronics are dramatically better. Um, the captains have now learned kind of how to translate what they see on the electronics into biting fish. I mean, I can remember plenty of times, you know, on the bigger on the bigger boats, you know that. Even even a long time ago, had pretty good electronics, and they would say some version of, "Oh, I'm seeing some schools of tuna down at 400 feet. Maybe they'll bite tomorrow." <laughs> and everybody sort of went, "Well, yeah, I hope they bite tomorrow because we certainly couldn't catch them at 400 feet." Well, wrong. You can catch them at 400. Yeah, absolutely. Feet. You can catch them at 500 feet. Yep. Um, so uh, uh, certainly that's changed. Also, 
Again, I can remember um, now millions of times. I was about to use a little a little New Year's Eve hyperbole. Um, many, many, many times you'd be going out on a out of San Diego Bay, and if the if the captain turns left and goes fifty miles, there is hundred hundred and fifty pound big eye, and if he turns right fifty miles, there's twenty pound albacore. And, of course, not even getting into the why are there no albacore uh, discussion uh, again. <laughs> That's been beaten to death. Um, they would pretty much turn right every time <laughs> because people did not have the gear. They just didn't have it. It was fairly unusual. You know, uh, the, the wonderful compact two-speed reels we have now didn't exist. Uh, the Super Braid line, as, as Sergio would not call it, uh, gel-spun gel polyethylene line yep. um, did not exist. Fluorocarbon didn't exist. All these different things that we take for granted now didn't exist. And people just wanted, uh, they wanted to put some fish in their sack, and yes, their gunny sack, and bring them home and eat them. And anything super fancy, super deluxe, um, they were just not that interested in. Yeah, I I, I just, I, yeah, I still find it a pretty amazing, you know. Um, and, you know, Jonathan had brought up the lobster season. You know, it, it, it's all out there, guys. It's still out there, and not to mention rockfish and so on and so on. But this is an amazing rockfish time. This is, this is the good old, only, this is the good old times. Only rockfish in U.S. waters. Right. Yep. So uh, it, I'm, I'm certain that the San Diego landings, at least on weekends, um, probably not during the week, but at least on weekends, you'll have the opportunity to to, uh, to run what they what they call extended half day, or even uh, three quarter day trips into Mexican waters uh, while the rockfish season is closed in California. Mm-hmm. If you if you want to catch them, and um, although it, it's going to be interesting to see, yeah. um, you've you've got those boats, a, a couple of different boats. Again, that they always run that that New Year special. Usually a, a five dayer, and um, but a lot of times the boats go down for maintenance or switch to very long trips after New Year's. So uh, acquire that. That's one of the tricks for the off season is acquiring the fish. In the middle of summer, you've got you know a hundred boats going out every single night, and to fish make a move. Uh, somebody somewhere is going to find them, and the word will leak out, and then the whole fleet will go find them again. Right. But in the in the off season, if there's one or two boats going out and they make a catch, that's great. And then the next time they go out, they go to the same spot, and they don't make a catch. Where would they go? Nobody knows. So so it's a little tougher at this time of year. Not to mention, you know, you know, you've got people that spend all their money on Christmas gifts, et cetera, et cetera. It's a li- the opportunities are more limited, but they are there. And it's truly, I don't know, it's a fishery miracle. Yeah, I, I, I don't know any other way to describe it. Well, this is the good old days. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're sitting on the couch, yep. or, if you're, or if your grouchy uncle is visiting <laughs> for Christmas, and he's sitting on the couch saying some version of, uh, fishing's nothing like it was in the good old days. Either one of two things. Either his memory is shot, or he's wrong. He's just wrong. Well, he is. Uh, I mean, and and we've we've every week on this show we talk about well tuna, 
tuna, tuna, tuna, tuna, tuna, and it's still here. I, it, it's just amazing. So it, it really is, and and uh, you know you can't you can't give enough credit to the modern gear that does have a lot to do with it. And granted, uh, it is somewhat expensive, so there's a little bit of pain involved with uh, with getting geared up, but. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've been out and somebody's hooked. Somebody that maybe has, has fished all their life. They fish for 20, 30, 40 years. They fished all their life. They love fishing. Um, they hook the biggest fish of their entire life. Kind of their entire fishing career is distilled into this one hookup, and the fish gets away because of fish get away for enough reasons that you can't do anything about. But why give the fish any extra reasons to get away you know we talk about it every almost every show about making sure you're ready for it because like steve just said the fish are still here so you got to be ready for it and steve and i will talk about this and you know um you got to get your gear and i know that's where steve is headed so go ahead and and finish what you were going to say on that part but well, well, we were, we were going to talk about this right. is the perfect time of year. It is. It's kind of changed. This is the perfect time of year to get your gear worked on. Uh, take it into your local tackle shop. Uh, send it into the to the manufacturer. Um, that, uh, as far as the reels go, um, a very very wise man once told me that it isn't big fish that break reels; it's salt. It's the salt buildup. It's the grinding of the salt. It's the corrosion that it causes. Get your reel thoroughly cleaned, relubed, uh, parts replaced where necessary um, on your on your rods. Check the, the guide wrapping. Check the thread. Check inside. You know the rings of the guides. Um, you've got shows coming up. Yep. Uh, you got the Bard Hall shows. You got the PCS shows. Um, you've got the, the ISC shows. If you live in the north, there's going to be plenty of good deals. Um, you know, even even on sale, some of this modern gear is still expensive. Um, you know what? What's well, it worth? I mean, do you, some people just go fishing to get out of mowing the lawn. Exactly. And that's okay. But if you want to catch fish, or we're like, well, how about this? If you're not okay with Sergio catching more fish than you, um, you need to make sure you've got quality gear just like Sergio does. Yeah. You know, it, the, the saying is out there, it's if you give a man a fish, uh, you can feed him for the day. Uh, you teach a man to fish, and you'll get rid of him for the weekend for all you wives out there. He'll never so, mow the lawn again. That's exactly it. So, you know, get every gentleman, get out there and learn how to fish. And take your wives that way they'll understand what's what you're going through. So, but you know, it, it, I, I'm trying to stall here because I hear the music. So, but um, good old days are still here. So, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. Radio. AMA 30. 
Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels Radio, AM 830. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. And perfect timing. Let's go ahead and cue up Captain Rick Scott, and I'm sure he's still out there shooting. Good morning, Captain. Just curled in my blind and laid down. Good morning. <laughs> How cold is it? Um, it's actually warm. It's uh, mid-20s, 25 or so, 26. Okay. As long as you think that's warm, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So how has the hunting been? I saw what you that cart was full of uh birds. Um that cart is actually our decoy cart. That's how we Oh, it. okay. We have a couple of those that we load up decoys and blinds and stuff in and there's some fields we can't drive on, so we pull them out with those and set up, take the carts back to the trailer. Uh, okay. And going wow. <laughs> yeah, we ha- we have had good hunting this week, so it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, it, it's a little tougher than it has been the last few years. It's warm. Um, there's not new birds coming in, so the, the birds here are getting smart and getting weary. But, uh, right place, right time, just like fishing. Cool. You know, I, I saw um, Dina put out a, uh, a little uh, piece there about, you know, the schedule and stuff. And um, are you guys done with the schedule? Uh, the schedule was put up the other day. Right. Apparently... Our company that we're using, Zola, the same one the landing uses, is using us as a guinea pig for <laughs> some up- upgrades, and we, she's had problems with it, so they pulled it back down. Okay. Um, they're working on it right now, so as soon as they can get the problem solved, they'll get it back up and running. Right. So, and I'm glad, I'm happy to say that uh, we are continuing our, our trips are actually, I have the dates. Um uh, cannot wait as always. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, when you spend time with family, it's just more fun. And, um, the dates are all ready to go. I'm actually pretty much done with our schedule. So I cannot wait. Great. Looking forward to another great year. Absolutely. Um, 
How's so, Sergio doing? Um, yeah, I was going to talk about that later in the uh, you know toward the last segment. Um, guys, he he is okay. He's alive. Um, he's just uh, you know um, having a um, a little moment of um, he needs a respite and uh, he's just um, worn out. And um, you know, well, heck, he goes fishing almost every week. Uh, plus all the extra other little things he does, and and he's just got to take care of himself. Remember, Steve, you and I are old, and Sergio's in the young old part, uh, but we are older, and you've got to take care of yourself a little bit more. And that's all I'm going to say on that. When when Sergio does make it back in, um, he'll fill everybody in, okay? And um, all we need to do is just pray for him to recover quicker, and that's all there is to it. So. Yeah, we uh, and Dina talked to him the other day. And, right. So hopefully he uh, has a fast recovery and gets back on and gets out fishing soon. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm hoping he gets back because I don't want to drive our um, ratings down. So you know, hey. <laughs> so you know, and I, that way it doesn't blame it on me. But um, uh, how do you know they won't go up? Well, you know, uh, you, you know what? You're absolutely correct. But um, <laughs> that's, <laughs> but you know. Uh, yeah, let's let's keep talking about fishing. So, Rick, uh, what when does the boat start doing the work? And I, I saw some stuff where you're actually cleaning and doing a lot of other stuff. Is are you doing any um, extensive work on it or? Uh, no, we're just kind of doing a little bit of painting here and there, fixing a soft spot in the deck here, or there, um, just getting her ready for school trips. Made the rail look a little bit better, and uh, of course, I don't want to make it look too big yet because we've got a season of so, kids coming on the for the school trips and then uh, we'll just have to do it all over again so when do the uh, kids start when do the, when's the school trips i get back on the 9th and we start school trips on the 12th cool okay and we're going to continue to do boat work okay on school trips and then uh january do the major part of it before we start running may i join you again on one of your trips because that was i learned so much yes anytime you'd like to go and yeah. you know there was some big news that came out last week um, in regards to our egress thing that we've had going on um they've, they've held that or I, I don't know how but our president signed a a bill which put it kind of on hold for a couple of years till 2026 so we kind of lucked out in that area yeah i i saw that as well and i was um well it's okay. one thing he's done Great. good yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh yep. uh when is your first trip? I know I know they pulled it down, and it's usually late, like in June. Yes, I asked Dina yesterday, and I think she said it was like the third weekend in June. Okay. be our first, first right. trip. So cool. We'll, get, we'll stop school trips the, the last day of May, do three weeks of some more boat work, get her all ready to go for the final, final run, and put our 2024 schedule or season to, to start. And you know what? This year... The trip is actually on my birthday. All right. It was like that. Remember, remember the Doug cake? Yeah. That was great. actually on the day. So yeah. here's your opportunity to put Ron on a cake. Yep. We can do that. We'll fix that. <laughs> but uh, no. What so kind that, of cake do you like? What's that? What kind of cake do you like? Uh, whatever kind that tastes good. I like all oh, cakes. Sorry. I like sorry, all cakes. Yeah, we're all out of those. <laughs> but... Uh, 
I was, I was kind of hoping that we'd hear you shoot something while we were on air. Like, I remember last year we got a couple of shots off. But um, So the sun here doesn't come up until sunrise isn't until like 8.13 this morning. So oh, really? Wow. We've got a few more minutes here before shoot time. Okay. But but um, so what do you expect that you're – did you see that report that they got into the bluefin again? I did not see that, but it yeah. does not surprise me. One of the long-range boats. Uh, it actually wasn't that long. It was just a five-day, you know, between Christmas and New Year's. And um, and sure enough, um, uh, they caught bluefin from, you know, I think uh, Steve, what was it, 40 pounds all the way up to 270 pounds? Yeah, yeah, pretty amazing. Wow. Yep. That's a big one. Yeah, I, I, I think we need to try to chase uh, Logan Flaxington down, who was on board. The, the trip is still out. Okay. Uh, we'll Sounds try like to chase him down and, and get him on the air next week. Yeah. So is there an RP, R, RP trip is what it sounds like? Yes, yes. correct. Yeah, okay. All right, well, cool. Yeah, that's good That's good news. That stuff did not leave, and uh, I can't wait to start fishing at Bluefin next year. I'm excited. Yeah, so are we. But um, so <laughs> what else? What else, Rick? I mean, come on. I want to. I, I, you know what? Would you give me some? Uh, I have never had a duck jerky. You've never had that jerky I make? I have right. never uh, had uh, it. I have to get you some. I uh, okay. started making it the other day. It's a long process, but it's worth so, it. You guys uh, really like it. I like it. Are you with your brother? Stuff. Are you with your brother right now? He's laying in the blind right right next to me. <laughs> Tell him I said hi and uh, good luck, guys. Today is there. So how do we get a holdy and stuff on the boat? So Dina is still taking reservations for next year. Um, I don't know if you have your trips up and posted. If you guys want to book on those early, uh, OceanOdysseyFishing.com once she gets the, the website back up and running. Or uh, she would love to talk to everybody at six one nine eight eight nine four five three five. But wait until after nine o'clock. Um, yeah, it's ten o'clock here. So okay, ten o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. So I will. I will get in touch. And, and you know what? Uh, the back to the school trip. I was pretty amazed at what you learned and, and what you can uh, pull out of the uh, there in the um, area. So. Yeah, so, so those, those of you are kind of wondering what we're talking about. In the wintertime, we have a, a contract with the school district where we teach marine biology to the kids from uh, January till May before we start fishing, take kids out on a four-hour tour of the bay. We drag us a net and catch lobsters and fish, all the flatfish and bass and uh, shrimp and stuff like that, and just teach the kids about the, the ecosystem there in the bay. And uh, they get to sift through the mud. And it's pretty interesting. It's A lot of the kids say it's the best field trip they've ever been on. We've had adults come back with their kids and saying they remember going on the trip when they were a kid, and it was yeah. the best field trip they've ever been on. Absolutely. And, you know, I can't believe the stuff I learned. It was absolutely – and I had no clue that this stuff was out there, out there in our um, dock areas and, you know, all that. It, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, it, it is what's, what's living in the bay. A lot of people think, you know, the bay's polluted. There's nothing living in the bay. and we can take you out there and show you otherwise. There's plenty of life yeah. in the bay. So, once again, how do we get a hold of you? Uh, OceanOdysseyFishing.com or Dina at 619-889-4535. Well, there's some geese flying above our head right now. Okay. But it's too early to shoot. Um, and uh, even if you're interested in school trips, you know, we, we do all kinds. Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, schools, families, but... 
as long as you uh, charter the boat, we'll take you out and teach you about the ocean. Yeah, and I suggest that you guys, if you got time to do just one of those trips, it's pretty, it's pretty doggone amazing. Yes, it is. It's pr- pretty neat. So, all right, sir. I look forward to all it. Right. Let me give us next week and tell us what you got today. Yep. Yeah, right. Dina's up here right now. Yeah. She's not laying in the blind with you. Oh no. <laughs> All right, all right, no, Rick. Okay. Take everybody care. Have a great week. We, we uh, from the Ocean Auto Family. Would like to wish everybody a happy New Year, and look forward to talking to everybody next year. Happy New Year to do, and I hear the duck calls, so have fun. All right. Talk to you later. All right, Rick. So let's go right now. Let's go from one captain, Captain Rick Scott, to Captain Don Ashley at Pier Point Landing. Good morning, Donnie. Good morning and a good hunt to you, Rick. And, uh, just want to get in there and say Happy New Year to everybody. And uh, we got one more day of rockfish. Today we're in because of the weather, but it's supposed to be out of here by this afternoon. It's supposed to be beautiful tomorrow. And it'll be our last day that we can uh, keep rockfish for, right. for three months. And it's been fantastic local rock fishing. You know, you're not having to go out there 40 or 50 miles. You're going out there 8 or 9, some days 13 miles. Yep. Really, really good, so a freeze is special. But I just wanted to say Happy New Year, and I uh, hope everybody has a great and prosperous 2024. And say prayers and think of all of our loved ones, especially our first responders and our the men and women overseas. They're not even over every place that's taking care of us so we can have this good life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I want to thank you. You have the most wonderful New Year's, and I hope your Christmas is fantastic. And thank you for all your due. And I will uh, give you, I'll send you the schedule, and we'll have all that done. Okay, that's fine. If they want to get a hold of Pierpoint, they can call us 562-983-9300. Or the best way is to go online at pierpoint.net and book for the three-quarter day enterprise. Like I say, rock cut fishing tomorrow, and they have day boat, 10 o'clock fishing, uh, white fish, and some rock fish also, and and come New Year's, we're done for three months, and then we'll be all we'll be still be fishing, but on a limited schedule. Right. I don't know what the people are looking at. The water is three to three and a half degrees warmer. It's sixty-two and a half yesterday in Long Beach, where this time of year it should be around fifty-eight, fifty-nine. So it's definitely an El Nino year. Give me another great year of fishing. So book early. Yeah, we. I I don't know if you heard uh, the our Royal Polaris got into the tuna. Um. Up to up from forty pounds all the way up to two hundred and seventy pounds, so they're still here. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, they don't. The biomass has increased so much since I was a kid that they're here. Just you know, there's not a lot of boats out there, not staying on them, but they're here pretty much year round, and uh, they're not really driven so much by the temperature. But uh, one, another good sign of the warm water is there was last week there was two different. Well, sharks sighted up here, and that's a very unusual. They're more of a warm water, so the, hmm. they're here. So it's going to yeah. be another great year. So, how do we get a hold of you, Donnie, and all the information? Okay, go to pierpoint.net for the booking for the Enterprise to see Long Beach and the overnight multi day trip on a Tornado, or for your information, call 562 983 And again, just Thanks, everybody, for a great 2023 and looking forward to 2024. And you guys be safe. You too, my friend. And um, let's let's keep rolling. 
Keep on rolling. And I just got to say this for my friend, uh, Argentina World Cup champion for the next three years. Oh, at least. At least it's going to go on. Sergio will be a happy camper. All right, so that's perfect timing. we got to go to a break. Donnie, thank you so very much, and I will talk to you soon. All right, everybody, we'll be right back. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830, on the Angels Radio app. Radio. AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. Angels Radio. AM 830. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Angel Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. I'm going to get that right someday, Leilani. But anyways, um, Steve, I want to continue on a couple things, but I got to um, um, get this out there. Um, I want to say good morning to Ron, Don, Paul, Chris, Mike, Derek, Larry, and Dory. I forgot her last week. Jack, Danny, and also Peter, Paul. We don't have a Mary on here. But, you know, guys, I want to say Mike Blue and the Tempe crew. Uh, John Wayne Airport crew. Rob Schneider, God bless you, and give your wife a hug. I know things are rough right now. And Jorge talk to you later have fun in colorado so steve we were talking about um so we're talking about getting your gear ready because like right now there is really no break the fish are still out there you know you're going to have a rockfish break here starting what day after tomorrow but other than that um fishing's still there i mean bass everything else so yeah well as far as the tuna go what what um is going to happen is like I say the, uh, the the typically the boats that are that are running for tuna out of San Diego are going to be up for either up for maintenance and uh, if the fish are biting and the people want to go uh, they're going to be trying they're going to be struggling to get get their maintenance done so they can get back online as soon as possible um, but what happens is is when you don't have multiple boats going out every day you sort of have to, if they're only going out let's just say on the weekends. Uh, you have to reacquire where the fish have moved to, uh, which can be a little bit, a little bit complicated, a little bit daunting. But um, and then the, and then the long range boats 
a lot of them will switch to longer trips at this time of year that are long, long, long scheduled. They're not going to change their schedule. And they're running, you know, 10 to 15 day trips, sometimes even longer than that. And they're, they're going way, way, way south away from where the local bluefin are. So the bluefin, uh, you know, as, uh, as Don just said, they don't really migrate away. Uh, the, the water temperature doesn't bother them too much. They're, they're oriented to the bait. Um, and interestingly that he mentioned that the whale sharks are here, and of course the whales are here, and what makes all those creatures be here is the bait. Right. And uh, when we have that abundant bait, uh, the stuff that eats the bait is not going to want to leave. So we're the, we're the beneficiaries of that. But for the majority of people that maybe don't have their first tuna trip scheduled till say maybe may and maybe not even june or july get your gear worked on now get it turned in um i i can't tell you how many times i've heard heard the story somebody goes out to their garage um a week before their trip and they find out there's there's an issue with their with their reel or uh maybe one of the guides on their rod broke and they didn't realize it et cetera. Et cetera. you're not going to be able to get it done in time it's just not going to happen right. so now's the time to get it looked at get it inspected and um and or figure out where in the budget you're like okay that that reel that you know that i got a, a long time ago it's just a little out of date uh the rod is was good but it's a little worn out um or um maybe the style is old uh, a lot of people still have not upgraded their tuner rods to rail rods and uh, that's kind of a separate, specific thing. And um, if you don't have one, you're going to be much, much at a, um, uh, at a handicap in terms of trying to battle the really big tuna. Sure, 30, 40, 50 pounders um, you can catch with whatever, whatever rod you've got. But when they start to be over 100, and especially when they start to be over 200, um, you need you know, the, the, the rail-style rod. Um, I, I often hear about people say some version of, oh, we did just fine without all that stuff back in the old days. No, we didn't, actually. Number, <laughs> number one, um, once the tuna were over 70, 80, 90 pounds back in the bad old days, they mostly got away. And even if we did land them, we had to fight them really for a long time, and we were just wiped out. So the modern gear has made it much, much easier and, let's face it, possible for, um, for people that, that maybe had trouble with it before. So get out to the, to the various shows, to the Bart Hall show, to the PCS show, uh, to the ISC show. Look for the deals. Uh, just understand that even when they're on sale, they're not going to be cheap. It's just not going to happen. And so um, all that is now is the perfect time. If you're one of the fortunate few that that's managed to get a you know get a trip on a on a local bluefin boat in the next month or two, then more power to you. But most people won't. Right. It's just, you know, it's just not going to be that many people that are doing that. But if you're like, uh, I'll, I'll look in. I'll I'll look at my reel later. Uh, you know, later right. turns into like say the week before the trip. You're not going to be be able to get anything done except. The most important thing of all, which is get fresh line. Right. So, 
And you know, we, we're, all that stuff. Hey, um, uh, you know, I know Andrew's still on here. Andrew, um, I don't know. I was going through my trout rod and uh, I used the uh, cotton ball thing on all my guides and stuff. And sure enough, my tip of the it has a nick in it, and I was pulling line through, and it cut it right off. So. You know, there's a lot of ways you can check this stuff. Just get it done and get the stuff uh, tuned up. And as far as line goes, you know, Steve mentioned we have all these shows coming up. There are usually great deals online. Um, and I'm not online. There are always great deals online. Right. There's, uh, they always have great deals, not online, but online for selling. So, um, you know, it, it get out there and get this stuff fixed up and cleaned up. Uh, if you really think that there's going to be fish out here all year long, then take one of your favorite rods, uh, multi-purpose that you can use, and get it cleaned up as quick as possible. That way you always have a rod that you feel comfortable with. But uh, get all your stuff cleaned up. And Steve, I mentioned it last week, it's going to take you anywhere from two to a month to get your reels back. So, and that's now. And that's, that's now, now, right. So if, if you it, wait till July, it's going to be more like two months. Right. If you wait, it's going to take you a long time. So, um, And I know um, uh, all our trips, we do have the same uh, trips on the Eldo and on the um, Ocean Odyssey. So if you guys um, uh, look at the schedule there, you can probably figure out what time of the year they are. And it's pretty close to being the same, so think about those. But... Those boats are there all year round, and they need your help all year round in getting out there. You know, you, you uh, if you ever seen a wise, wise fisherman, they budget their money for as many trips as they want to take, and that's how you do it. You don't wait until the last minute and go, well, do I have enough money? To... No. Budget your money out. There's so many ways to do it. Get your stuff done now, cleaned up, and budget your money. Um and for all you guys weekend hey you got surf fishing no we know next week i was i am actually going to talk about surf fishing uh, a little bit um i may have a guest i'm not sure i've been trying to get a hold of him but um and i know andrew likes to surf fish so um you know and you can even use some of your heavier you know you can use your bass rods and stuff like that out there but i i watched a guy the other day he was out there with his trout rod and pulled in a couple of really but whatever you do don't go surf fishing today right no no and you know what that's that's the last thing i'm going to talk about i have a friend that was on a boat with another friend and they were out there lobster hooping and i know um, i'm going to get more information about lobsters for next week as well i'll get tony out here but a rogue wave almost capsized the boat one of the guys got tossed into the water and the other person, which is a dear, dear friend of mine, I'm not going to say his name. If he wants to come on the radio and tell everybody about it, doggone, he is bruised up, got sloshed around the boat, almost capsized. So right now the waves are huge. Be awake, be aware, and uh, be really, really safe, and make sure you're wearing your life jackets. That's all i got to say on it. So, Steve... Uh, we almost lost a dear friend, and you know who it is, and I'll talk to you offline air about it. And uh, wow. he went went right overboard because and almost capsized their boat. So everybody, just be really careful. And um, one, one other thing for for this time of year, um, it it it's a little easier than it used to be. In that, it used to be that uh, your fishing license, no matter when you bought it, right, it expired on December thirty first. And if you were going to go out on, you know, any sort of an early season jaunt, you needed to make sure that you had the new license. 
now they've they the state of California thankfully finally um, don't get me started on the number of times I went up to Sacramento and spoke to legislators that didn't even know how much fishing licenses cost were absolutely shocked yep. when they heard how much fishing licenses cost yep. and were also shocked to find that we didn't have a a, um, a 365 day license right that it that, that lasts for a year from whatever day you buy it so, so the, now finally for, for better or for worse California's finally been dragged right. into the 21st century and you you your license is now good for 365 days from the day you buy but it. But also, you don't have to buy it. But also, on that same note, be aware of when it expires. Yeah. Um, just because you get sometime during this year, it's going to expire. So please make sure you're aware of the date. And it is about time that California came out of the dark ages. And now I'm waiting for them that we don't even have to carry a paper one, which we have the technology. I don't understand yet, but it took them this long to do the year round. So, hey, it'll happen eventually. So we got about a minute left. Uh, one minute. So um, I just want to say thank you for this last year. It's been a wonderful time. Uh, I have so many memories uh, of, of great trips. Um, uh, Steve, within 15 seconds, can you tell me uh, anything that you really stood out this year? Uh, just the... Uh, the tremendous expansion of the bluefin tuna biomass, right. both in Southern California, which we know about, not everybody's aware of how amazing the bluefin tuna fishing was all the way up to and past the Oregon border this year. It was just right. truly amazing. Right. And if you heard, you know, Don Ashley said the water temperature is still up. That's one of the reasons why we still have not seen albacore. So, uh, you know, guys, it'll eventually happen. Things will return to normal, cold water and stuff. But you know what? There's so much other great fishing going on. You can have the albacore. All right, everybody. I want to thank everybody for this last year. Angler Chronicles wants to thank everybody for this last year. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. Thank you. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.